Welcome, welcome. I am so glad that you have chosen to tune in to the More Than Just podcast. My name is Kelsey and I'm the host. I have decided in life that I am more than just a mom. For you, you may have decided that you are more than just a wife, a mom, a student, a working mom, a stay-at-home woman, whatever the case may be. We got to where society told us we would be fulfilled and then realized we wanted more. I am so happy you joined me on this podcast, which we'll talk about self-love, self-care, mindset, boundaries, healing, and all of the things. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another More Than Just episode. I am your host, Kelsey, and this week I wanted to talk about the levels of self-care. If you have followed me on Instagram or know me in real life or you've kind of gotten the gist of my story in the last couple episodes, you may know that I moved, I had to move back to Minnesota from Texas. And after moving back, I was then buying a home. And for the better part of a year, my life revolved around only being a mom, nothing more. In fact, I felt guilty thinking of anything other than him or what I can do to better our life for him. I wanted to give him a home. I desperately wanted a safe place to heal. I needed peace and relaxation. I needed a lot. I was under this impression, though, that now that I was a mom, much like every other aspect in life, I came last. And in relationships where I was never put first, I never even put myself first, uh, self-care became kind of um, a scary idea that I might be putting myself first. And I was just under, always under the impression that I came last. And that included healing or even seeking help. I literally thought that I was just damaged goods and that's where I was. I was living paycheck to paycheck simply because it meant I could spend more time with Caden. I was literally stressed about money every week. Especially when not only did I have a mortgage payment now, but I had a mortgage payment in childcare costs. In fact, childcare costs more than my mortgage payment. But I figured, one, this is as good as it gets, and I am just a mom. And two, I didn't really think I deserved much more. And then came the day. I splurged on a body scrub from Australia. Immediately after purchasing... Mind you, it took me two weeks to finally purchase because of my indecisiveness. And P.S., indecision about the most mediocre things is a trauma response. I didn't know it then, but I now know. I hit the button. I hit purchase. I paid for it. And then I immediately regretted my foolish spending on myself. But the body scrub was from Australia and there was literally no turning back. So here I am three weeks after this purchase, the body scrub arrives. So bedtime, finally get my son to sleep, 
He was roughly a year and a half, so you can only imagine how long it took me to get him to sleep, let alone make sure he slept in his own bed, to give me just the 15 minutes I needed to go jump in the shower. Anyway, so he's finally asleep. I start my shower. I reread the instructions. I hop in the shower, and I began my first self-care body scrub. And the way I felt afterwards, it began my weekly spa night. Those nights refilled my very empty well. Not all the way full, but it was definitely a start. I felt guilt-free and refilled. I had reached what I like to call level one of self-care or simply knocking on the door into the self-care house, the self-care world, whatever you want to call it. It's step one. So now we've reached the front door of self-care. We've knocked. We've stepped our foot in. And with self-care, you have to realize that in order to be the best mom, you have to be the best person for you. You sometimes have to put yourself first. You cannot fill a tiny human's well from an empty well. And I say well, even though we all know we're human, but you cannot overflow somebody's cup. You cannot put your all into something, especially when you have nothing to give because you are depleted. And I want to preface this next statement in saying, we all get in this habit. Moms especially get in this habit where they're like, oh, I'm okay because I got coffee today or I splurged and I got myself a nice cup from Starbucks or Caribou or wherever you go. Or I got my wine tonight. Ooh, I'm going to enjoy a nice glass of wine or even a bottle. Or, ooh, I got a bubble bath in and no kids came and knocked on the door. All of those are forms of self-care. But... If that is all you are doing, you are missing the point of self-care. Just because you took a bubble bath tonight does not mean that the budget that you have been avoiding and the stress over those bills that are piling up is going anywhere because it will literally still be there afterwards. It's like putting out a fire with a garden hose. You're just not going to get very far. There is a fine line between self-care and self-destruction by avoidance. Bubble baths, face masks, they're all great. And they're all the first level to getting yourself back on track. But they're not the end-all, be-all. And they're not the only thing that you should be focused on. Self-care is definitely the best way to begin your self-love journey, your healing journey, your unapologetically you journey. It's definitely the best place to start. And then you start going deeper. So I started with a body scrub every Wednesday for the better part of maybe two months. That was my thing, a body scrub. Nothing else, but I definitely felt refreshed and refilled. Not fully refilled, but I definitely felt so much better after it. 
And that, you know, 30 minutes of the body scrub led into kind of some self-discovery. Being alone with my thoughts, processing some kind of emotion. Now, mind you, I was just getting out of, you know, a domestic violence partnership. And so there were a lot of feelings that it took me a long time to have. And a lot of that year afterwards, I was in a very dark place. Um, I didn't, I didn't really see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I, I truly thought that I am so damaged. I don't even know how to fix it. And self-care, my body scrubs started that. And so it became self-awareness. I started processing emotions and different actions and started reading. And my first book was on boundaries. And if you knew me in person uh, or even can probably guess, I, or you've heard the first episode, I had an awful boundaries problem. And so I began writing in a journal and reading about boundaries and how to create boundaries and what to do. And I remember the first time that I had gotten to this point where I created my first boundary and I remember feeling all sorts of emotions. And it was probably more emotions than I had ever felt in the last year and a half. But I remember how empowered I felt. And for the first time since walking away from the relationship, I felt empowered. And then, you know, you start writing in a journal and you start doing more and more work. And maybe you even add in a therapist because sometimes big emotions require big help and you can't really do it all alone. And then you start jotting down like this woman that you envisioned yourself before the trauma happened or before you got married or before you became a mom. And you can start seeing like, what, what's holding you back? You begin to do like the self-work it takes to get yourself on, tr- on track with where you want to be. Happiness, peace, grace tend to see, seep in naturally at this point. So in the end... Self-care looks different every single day of the week. For me, I schedule my self-care hours or my self-care 30 minutes on Mondays. I do my whole mindset, get my mindset ready on Mondays, and I schedule in my self-care. And sometimes self-care is tacos and a margarita that day because who doesn't love Taco Tuesday? And other days, self-care is an hour reading a book with my phone on Do Not Disturb. Uh, Other days, it's, you know, sleep because sometimes you just need sleep. And I really encourage you during, you know, if you're locked down at home because of the pandemic and you can't really go out anywhere, it's very important that although you are home, you still carve out that hour for yourself a day. 
you know, my schedule of self-care looks different weekly. And I sometimes even sprinkle, you know, some extra tidbits on top because life is difficult. And I'm doing this podcast in the midst of making magic for my six-year-old when it comes to Christmas. And it is exhausting. It is 100% exhausting. And the least that I can do for myself in those exhausting moments is to take some time for me because I deserve it. I deserve to be first. I deserve to love myself the way I want to be loved. And so in conclusion, get yourself self-care on. <laughs> Have a wonderful week.